And that takes some vulnerability. Right? In every workshop, I talk about this. So by the time, if you come to the relationship workshop, and this is the third time you hear this. This is the only thing I recycle twice. Okay? Is there is tremendous vulnerability in deep connection. The more connected you are with someone, the more you love someone, the more vulnerable you are to loss and grief and pain and hurt. Isn't that right? The person that is really important to you can also hurt you deeply. Or you can, if something happened to the relationship, right, it really touches you in a very deep way. So in order to have those safe connections, in order to really deeply love people, it requires a certain sense of vulnerability. which is a certain kind of risk. Which will involve us being real with each other. So I just want to end this section and then we'll go into the question and answer by quoting from Brene Brown, who quoted from Marjorie Williams. So this is a double quote, okay? Quote squared. It's from the book, The Velveteen Rabbits. And let me just read out loud the quote. What is real? Ask the rabbit. Real isn't how you are made, said the skin horse. It is a thing that happens to you when a child loves you for a long, long time. Not just to play with, but really loves you. Then you become real. Does it hurt? Asked the rabbit. Sometimes, said the skin horse, for he was always truthful. When you are real, you don't mind being hurt. Does it happen all at once, like being wound up, the rabbit asked, or bit by bit? It doesn't happen all at once, said the skin horse. Now this is the key sentence or the paragraph. It doesn't happen all at once, said the skin horse. You become. It takes a long time. That's why it doesn't happen often to people who break easily or have sharp edges or who have to be carefully kept. Generally, by the time you are real, most of your hair has been loved off and your eyes drop out and you get loose in the joints and very shabby. But these things don't matter at all because once you are real, you cannot be ugly except by people who don't understand. Once you are real, you cannot be ugly except to people who don't understand. That kind of real relationships I think is what's needed to create a safe connections. 
because people know that you are being real with each other, and that bond will always be there, even when your eyes have been loved off. That's a kind of a weird ma image, actually. <laughs> um, so let me end here, and we have about 10 minutes left, and I just want to see if there's any questions, either in person or I think there are cards. Before I forget, as much as I want to keep this for my, oh, no, I'm just, I'm just kidding. Okay. Well, now you have 149. <laughs> so, thank you. Hello. No, sorry. <laughs> um, so I'm Catholic right now, which is really hard because of the beliefs in that. And I've thought about coming to this church, you know, because it's more inclusive. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Do it and finish your question. Okay. <laughs> And then, um, but it's hard because some of the beliefs and stuff, like uh -huh. with communion and yeah. that kind of stuff, is pretty inborn yeah. in me. I mean, that's how I was raised. Mm -hmm. So it's, it is difficult, and I haven't quite learned how to resolve that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's why I have a mic, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, how come I don't get a mic? <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, sorry, let me uh, regroup here. Okay, um, yeah, so I, I hear that because sometimes some of these messages has been there for such a long time. Sometimes it cannot be overnight shifted. And so what I invite you is to be kind and patient with yourself and find a community that can be on that journey with you. Um, the image that comes is a little bit weird. I have weird images when I, uh, uh, so the weird images, you know, the um, Michelangelo is uh, chiseling the statue of David from a marble, right? That takes a long time, but there's a David somewhere in there. So if you are in a community that can be on that journey of shaping in whatever way that feels right to you over time, to look at the, I guess the equivalent of the inner David. I, yeah. yeah. So that's that's yes, 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 definitely. And I think we are shaped all the time mm -hmm. by the forces in society, by the relationships that we have. So the shaping has been going on for a long time. Finding a community where that shaping can be towards a certain direction rather than another direction, yeah. that is important. So I do have a question, but first an observation. And so what okay. you talked about with, um, with the betrayal mm -hmm. comes pain and the, the more you love someone and the more involved you are, the more painful it is. Yeah. 
So for a church community where um, people say that they're Jesus for each other, you know, let me be Jesus for you, and then they kick you out, yeah. that's really hard. So how do you move past that experience yeah. to trust yeah. again, church in particular? That, that is a really great question. Um, Number one, don't force yourself to trust. You have already been through enough. If you're one of those people who are betrayed by the church community around you who say they love you unconditionally. Right? Yeah. So I really hear that. And is to really validate that not trusting is a natural reaction and you, you have been hurt really deeply before. And so my invitation is for you to be patient with yourself in the process and give yourself a lot of room to feel the anger, to feel the betrayal, to feel the lack of trust. And then slowly, as you, I see you are doing right now, surrounding yourself with safe people who can gradually calm your nervous system to regain a sense of safety. So I just invite you to create a lot of space for what I imagine can be a lot of emotion, a lot of pain, a lot of confusion, and a lot of lack of trust, which I just want to validate, and they are natural reaction to something that happened that's very, very wrong. Thank you. Um, hi there. Uh, what is your advice for dealing with things like this within the community rather than outside of the community? Um, I have a friend who is trans, just like I am, and he, uh, he was kicked out of the house, but actually by his two moms. Mm -hmm. They could understand being gay, but they couldn't yeah. understand being trans. Yeah. I, so first of all, I, I feel this wave of sadness when I just even hear your question. Um, so, the reality is that just because we are LGBTQI+, doesn't automatically free us from our own prejudice and bias and uh, fears and misunderstandings. And we, actually within the community, there is racism, there is sexism, there's transphobia, uh, there's all kinds of discrimination. And I think, so first I want to acknowledge that's the reality and that's a very unfortunate reality. Um, yeah, I don't know what else to say. I just really think that sucks big time. Yeah. And that's the reality. It's the same when we look at the intersection of LGBTQI plus and religion, spirituality, yeah, just because you're LGBTQI+, doesn't mean you are free from that kind of prejudice. And just because you are religious, doesn't mean you are free from that kind of uh, uh, prejudice. Oh, uh, no, it's, it's the church community that, that you talk about. Yeah, the hypothetical question. Yeah, so it's really that, um, yeah, it, it's really to, yeah. 
I'm searching for words of wisdom that will help things be better, but I don't have it. I'm glad you asked the question. I'm glad you are here. I feel connected with you right now through the question, and I just want to send you my love. Thank you for being here. Another personal question. Yeah. Do you now have or have you ever had a significant other? A significant other? Oh, I, since the seven year of dry spell, <laughs> 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 I have gone out of my comfort zone. So that's the answer. <laughs> <laughs> question that was posed over here, um, it seems to me that the answer is sort of the same as, as the other answers that were given, is that we have to find the safe spaces and the safe communities, and they don't always look like what we think they do, what they should look like, um, and maybe they're unexpected, but that, you know, they're there, and we have to hold the hope and find those places to be in. So, um, <clears throat> full disclosure, I'm, a, I'm one of the ministers here. So, I don't want this to, this is not an advertisement, but I did want to say that um, when you were talking about having beliefs that are Catholic and wanting to come here but not wanting to let go of those beliefs, there are religious traditions that are humble in their truth claims with enough room to be a space that people can go to two places where you can have your safe space, where your God concepts can get healed. And we would rejoice for you to go back and be a stronger influence in the place where you go. And we're not alone in that. There are a lot of other places. Yeah. And I just want to really echo that last part is there's something so important about knowing that we are not alone. It's not just the traumatic experiences and the difficult experiences. It's after those experiences happen, we try to share our story and we get minimized, we get dismissed, right? we, are, we get blamed. Right? There's that invalidation and the aloneness, the conspiracy of silence. That is the additional hard part. So, so I just want to really echo uh, what Colleen said about something about not being alone that feels a really important part of the process because yeah yeah When, when you look at the neuroscience research, the human brain is wired for connection. Loneliness actually hurt the same way as a broken arm. So something about not being alone, that's a balm on the wound. 
It doesn't fix any everything, but is an important starting point because we are wired for connection if you look at the neurobiological me. Yeah. So we are out of time. So a um, couple things as we finish up. First, let's give Ling a round of applause. <laughs> So again, in your, in your program, there's a card that says changing the conversation. Uh, folks are gonna come around with the basket if you wanna put that card in there. Uh, if you've filled it out, that would be really helpful. You can give it to us later on if you like, but if you have it all filled out, that would be great. And then Colleen is going to come up and do a uh, final prayer with us. Wherever she disappeared. Where is Colleen? There you are. Um, I was going to also invite people to stay for refreshments. We're glad that you've been here. Um, and uh, I hope that you continue, uh, as you're having refreshments, to introduce yourself to someone that you haven't met before and say hello, make a new, make a new connection, a new friend. So I just send you out with this blessing. May the love of God surround you. May you know how deep and how wide and how true and real the love of God is for you. And may the peace of God be with you now and always.